With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And all who are thirsty. And all who are weak. Come to the fountain. And if you are.
Back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. Just want to thank those of you that are praying for us and our families, and just standing with us in faith, just believing for the ministry to go forth. 
We just want to pray for those of you that are supporting this ministry through prayer and your giving, and also for those of you that are tuned in tonight. So if you're tuned in, um, you can also check us out on the website at www.prayerinternational.org. You can also call in at 619-638-8458. Let's just go before the Father and just give this time to Him. Father, we just give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor right now, Lord. Father, we thank you first and foremost for Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for us for the salvation that's found only in Christ. And, Father, we just ask right now, Lord God, that you would just have your way on the show tonight, Father, that you would touch the hearts and the minds and the lives of every man and woman listening tonight, Father. We pray your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord, that you would have your way, that your plans and purposes would come forth. Lord, we pray, Lord God, that you would just be a reality in the hearts of every person that's listening tonight, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, I guess we're going to get into an Old Testament passage. In First Kings, chapter... 13. All right, so 1 Kings chapter 13. And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar. And the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born unto the house of David, Josiah, by name, and upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places to burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is a sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. And it came to pass when the king, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which he had cried against the altar in Bethel, and he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand which he put forth against him dried up, so that he could not pull it in again to him. Alright, so let's stop there. Let's back up. Alright, so we've got this man of God. And he comes up in Jeroboam's by the altar. And he's there. And he begins to cry out the word of the Lord. And he begins to prophesy. 
for the child shall be born under the house of David. So they're there burning incense, declaring the word of the Lord. And he gives the sign. And he tells them, when this goes forth, all kinds of stuff's going to go forth. And the king gets angry. Because when King Jeroboam heard what the man of God was saying, what he, he cried against the altar in Bethel, what he put forth his hand on the altar. And as soon as he touched that altar, his hand withered. Verse 5, the altar was also rent, and the ashes poured out from the altar, and according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. The king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored again. And the man of God besought the Lord. The king's hand was restored again, and it was just like it was before. I get to repentful heart, King Jeroboam. And he goes to the man of God. He says, look, pray. Talk to God that my hand would be restored. You know, this whole passage thus far, you know, a lot of times when we think about the effort of man and what men and women, what people accomplish and their accomplishments, their goals. We think about the works of their hands. And many times, God will begin to declare, begin to declare and speak things into our lives. And many times it's going to go against what we might have built with our own hands, it may prick us in our hearts and stir up our pride a little bit, just like it did King Jeroboam. And what he did is he pressed his hand, he took his hand and put it into the situation. And what he did is he kind of pressed against the word of the Lord. He, he came angrily, he came upset. Bitter as a man of God, and he began to declare these things, and he and he put forth his hand against him. As soon as he did that, his hand withers. You know, a lot of times when we put our efforts, when we take our gifts and talents and the things that the Lord's blessed us with, and we use them against the things of God, we use them to accomplish our own purposes, which are against the purposes of the Lord. Sometimes the Lord will just cause those things in our life to wither and diminish and to fade. You know, just like this king's hand, the very thing that he used to rule his kingdom, when he put it against the word of the Lord, it withered. You know, what do we put against the word of the Lord often times in our lives. 
You know, when God is speaking and declaring one thing in our lives, how many times do we, whether it may be not indirectly speak against it, but by our actions or by our own pride or by wanting to do our own thing, build our own kingdom, choose our own career path and our own deal, you know, we don't, you know, we're in such a repressed society nowadays. People don't pray about what career paths to go on or what spouse to have or what to do with their lives. Oftentimes, they just kind of go with the flow, whatever comes along. But you know... Let's let's keep reading for a little bit. I'm kind of getting off track here. So the king asked for the man of God to pray. He prays and the man of God prays and the king's arm is restored. His hands restored. And it became just as it was before. Verse 7. The king said unto the man of God, Come home with me and refresh yourself, and I will give you a reward. And the man of God said unto the king, If you will give me half of your house, I will not go with you. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so it was charged by me the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread or drink no water. And don't turn from the way that you came. So he went another way and returned not by the way that came to Bethel. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel. And his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done today in Bethel, the words which he had spoken to the king. They also told this to their father. And their father said unto them, What way did he go? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. And he said unto the sons, Settle my donkey. And they settled his donkey, and he rode his donkey in. And he went after the man of God, and he found him sitting under an oak tree. He said unto him, Art thou a man of God that came from Judah? He said, I am. And he said, Come home with me and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with thee, or go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there, nor turn again or go by the way that thou came. And he said unto him, I am a prophet also, just as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back into your house, he may eat and drink water. But he lied to him 
So we went back with him. We did eat bread in his house and drink water. All right, so get this. So here's this prophet. He goes to the king. King Tan gets withered. King Tan gets restored. The king says, hey, come eat. The prophet says, no, the Lord told me don't eat. Don't drink. Don't stop. Just keep going. And along the way, he sits he sits down by an oak tree. He stops. Puts it on pause for a minute. And while he's putting it on pause, this old prophet finds out from his sons the way that this other young prophet goes. And he decides to go trick him. So he goes down the road and he lies to him. He says, Oh, young prophet, an angel came and visited me, and I'm a prophet too, and just do what I say. Come on, come on over to our place and eat and drink. And so the prophet gets lied to, and he believes the old prophet. So he goes to his house and he actually eats and he drinks. Now that's where we're at at this point in chapter 13. So that was verse 19. Now verse 20. It came to pass as they sat at the table that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. So the word of the Lord comes upon the old prophet. So think about this. This old prophet lies to him. This old prophet brings him back to the house. Knowing that he's not supposed to steer off the course. And what happens? Listen. And it came to pass, as they sat at the table, that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, For as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord, and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord God has commanded you, which came back, and you ate bread, and you drank water, and the place of which the Lord said to you, Eat no bread, and drink no water, your carcass shall not come up to the sepulcher of your fathers. It shall come to pass after he had eaten the bread, after he had drank so they settled for him the donkey. So the prophet could be brought back. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way, slew him, and his carcass was cast out of the way. And the donkey stood by it. The lion also stood by the carcass. And behold, the man passed by and saw the carcass cast in the way, and the lion standing by the carcass. And they came and they told it to the city where the old prophet dwelt. And when the prophet that brought him back, when the way heard that he said it is the man of God who was disobeyed, the word of the Lord, therefore the lion which has torn him and slain him according to the word of the Lord, he spoke this to his son. 
All right, so let's get this picture. The man of God at the table tells the old prophet, tells the young prophet, look, because you disobeyed the word of the Lord, and you came and you ate and you drank and you did the things that the Lord told you not to do, your carcass is going to be out in the streets. And as soon as the man of God got up, he got on his donkey, he began to ride out of town, and next thing you know, a, a lion met, met him in the street, blazed his carcass, leaves his carcass there, and the donkey's standing there, and the lion's standing there. And here comes the man of God. He comes by, and he sees the word of the Lord fulfilled. And he goes to the town, and he tells his sons exactly what happened. Why am I sharing this story? First Kings chapter 13. This is the deal. God have mercy on all of us. When the Lord tells you to do something, be swift to obey. When the Holy Spirit warns you, when the Holy Spirit, when the Lord God, when the Word of the Lord, when Jesus speaks to you, however you want to phrase it, but when God drops something in your heart to do or not to do, you don't have a peace about something, or you just don't. You just don't feel right about something. So when you just don't feel right about something, you get that inner witness. Be swift to obey it. And when something goes against what the word of the Lord is speaking in your life, don't compromise. If God is telling you something, it doesn't matter how spiritual somebody acts or how holy or religious they seem, if they're telling you something that goes against what the Lord is saying, don't obey it. If they're telling you something that goes against what the Lord's saying, then recognize it. Let's keep reading. All right, so verse 29, verse 28, sorry. And he went, he found his carcass cast in the way. And the donkey and the lion were standing by the carcass, and the lion had not eaten the carcass, nor torn the donkey. 
And the prophet took up the carcass of the man of God and laid it upon the donkey, brought it back to the old prophet, came to the city, to mourn and to bury him. And he laid his carcass in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Well, that's my brother, and it came to pass after he had buried him, when he spake to his son, saying, When I am dead, then bury me in the sepulchre. For the man of God is buried, lay my bones beside his bones. For the same which cried the word of the Lord against the altar of Bethel, and against the houses of the high places, which are the cities of Samaria, so surely come to pass. After this thing, Jeroboam returned not from his evil ways, but made again of the lowest of the people, priests of the high places. Whosoever would, he consecrated him. He became one of the priests of the high places. The missing thing became a sin to the house of Jeroboam, even to cut it off and destroy it from off the face of the earth. All right, so that was all in chapter 13. Even after all this, Jeroboam keeps sinning and sinning and sinning. But finally, God cuts him off the face of the earth. Why am I sharing this with you? Disobedience can be very costly. Sometimes when you obey the Lord... It brings great loss. When you're not appreciative and you have ingratitude towards something, loss will cause you to appreciate it. Believe me. You know that old saying, you don't know what you got till it's gone? Well, it's true. But you know... God cut Jeroboam off the face of the earth because he continued to rebel, continued to live any evil and go against the things of God. He sent prophets, he sent people to warn him, to speak the word. He just kept doing his thing. You know, the story about this prophet, you know, we can all learn a lesson and thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God that God's merciful. But you know, we need to get to a place in our lives where our obedience to God and our doing what God says means more to us than pleasing people or, or doing anything else. And sometimes our pleasing God before everybody else could mean our life. And sometimes Disobeying God to please people can be our death. You know? And many times we look at the situations and circumstances that surround people's lives and we think, well, where was God in that situation? Or where was the blessing of God in that? But we don't realize what people are doing and not doing and how they're living and how they're either honoring or dishonoring or obeying or disobeying their God. That's why God says don't judge the situation Because we don't know Where people are at But I can say this 
so in righteousness, so in obedience. What does they say? I mean, give yourselves to God. Holy, give yourselves to God as righteous and obedient. And he'll reward you greatly. He'll reward you greatly. He says he rewards those that diligently seek him. You just have to believe. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you right now, Lord, that you're a God that you tell us if we be willing and we're obedient, we'll eat the good of the land. Father, we ask you, Lord God, to make us willing, change our desires, put your desires in us. Help us to be doers, help us to be obedient, help us to do what your word says to do. Lord, Thank you, Father, that you're not a man that you should lie, but, Lord, you honor your word. You do what you say, and, Father, you want us to be people with character that do what we say. Father, help us. Help us obey your word. Help us be God-pleasers, not people-pleasers. And, Lord, we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. We thank you, Father, for your glory. Covering the earth, like the waters cover the sea. We just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right. Well, if you're just tuning in, or if you've been listening to us, this is for International Radio, and you can check us out on the web, www.prayerinternational.org. And if you want to call in or listen in, 619-638-8458. And typically we are on the air from 10 to 11 o'clock. We try to go four or five days a week. Uh, Just check out the broadcast schedule. Usually it's like Monday through Saturday. There may be a day or two off in there. But uh, check us out and feel free to email us at prayer at prayerinternational.org. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. All right. God bless you. Have a good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.